homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. This Friday is coming close to the important anniversary day in the Buddha Sasana, the dispensation, that is, Maga Puja. Maga Puja Day falls on the 15th full moon of the third lunar month, and we give homage to the Triple Gem on this special day in the Buddha Sasana. We should already know the importance of Maga Puja that it was the day where there were four important conditions arising together. There were 1,250 monks that the Lord Buddha had ordained, coming together to pay their respects to the Buddha without any prior arrangement. And this Sangha were monks that the Buddha had personally ordained. This was the second condition that we call Ehi Bhikkhu Upasampada. And all the monks were Arahant monks that had the six Abhinyas, the higher knowledges. This was the third condition. And this Sangha came to meet on the day of Maga Puja, the 15th full moon day. And the Buddha gave the Owada Patimoka, which are the fundamentals or the heart of the Buddha's teachings. This can be divided into the three important principles of practice of the Buddha Sasana, the highest goal of the Sasana, and the way of practice and conduct of those spreading the Sasana. The principles of practice of the Buddha Sasana are very important principles. The first is not doing all types of bapo. What is not doing any bapo? Bapo is all the evil, unskillfulness, and that which lowers the mind, which arises from all our actions, whether body or speech. It results in distress to the body and mind, because after doing that action, it leads to distress and troubles afterwards. We call that bapo. And this might be something that, after one does it, no one else knows about, but one's own self knows, we can think and remember it, and it is bapo from one's own actions. So where does bapo arise? Bapo arises by way of body, speech and mind. What is bapo? Bapo is all the unskillful, evil, and that which lowers the mind that comes from our own actions, whether our body or speech, and it results as distress by way of body and mind because once we do it, it causes distress and troubles to others. It is bapo. Sometimes we do one bad thing and we can remember it. We think of it and this is the memory of it arising and we are distressed. This is called bapo, unwholesome. Even if others don't know, but we know. We don't want others to know, but we ourselves know as we are a person as well. So it's not possible to have no one at all know about it. So we have to be careful in terms of this first aspect, careful in our actions and speech, 
and in the mind. And then the next aspect in cultivating all, that is kusala. Cultivating kusala, what does that involve? Kusala is skillfulness in terms of merit and goodness. Merit is the gladness and happiness in the mind. There is ease of mind from our own actions. Whether it is through our body or speech, it results in ease and gladness in the mind. We should have learnt about merit well enough by now, but I'll go over it one more time. There is the making of merit through giving alms, giving dana donations, helping society, helping the poor and needy, listening to Dhamma, giving Dhamma. And when we have merit, we share that merit with those who have passed away and giving our anumodana, rejoicing with others and having a mind of humility and respect. This is all about merit and goodness. And the kusala or skillfulness that is on a higher level is the skillfulness in making merit, not doing it through delusion or being intoxicated by wishing to gain merit, as if not opening our eyes and ears, which is not right, but we do it with mindfulness and wisdom and with skillfulness. And of the third aspect of making the mind pure, this is making the mind pure from all the gilesas, the mental defilements. In the beginning, we can make the mind pure by building merit. Giving up bāpō is making the mind pure to one level. Building merit and goodness is making the mind pure to another level. But the mind still has proliferation and agitation. It has endless thoughts. So we need to practice this aspect of making the mind peaceful by developing a meditation method. When we train in a meditation method, this is so that the five hindrances retreat from the mind. We will see the mind becoming more radiant. And when the mind is more radiant and more peaceful, then we learn about the nature of truth, about anicca, dukkha, anatta, impermanence, unsatisfactoriness and not-self. And these truths exist whether the Buddha attains enlightenment or not. Nature exists already. But the Lord Buddha discovered this noble path and taught us. And when we walk and practice following this way, it is just like the 1,250 monks who had practiced following the Buddha who attained to become arahants. But we may not be to that level where we can attain to arahantship, but at the minimum, let us learn and understand about impermanence, that things are not enduring or lasting, that things are constantly changing, and that we cannot attach to any of that as a self, me or mine. Let our minds have emptiness arise for a period of time, then we can gain a little understanding into the mind that does not have attachment in the mind, even just for a short time, which is compared to the length of time that it takes an elephant to flap its ears or a snake to slither its tongue. That is, even if it's that quick, there will still be understanding arising. 
and by practicing like this, what is the goal? The highest goal is Nibbāna. And what is Nibbāna? Nibbāna is the emptiness from attachment. Our mind is free of attachment to rūpa and nāma, all physical and mental phenomena. If this is momentary, then it is a momentary Nibbāna. But if we train in it often, then this emptiness will arise more in our mind. This arises from the beginning of giving up bāpō, the unwholesome, cultivating merit, and training our mind to be peaceful, to have samādhi concentration. We make our mind be pure from all the mental agitation and disturbances first, make our mind clean of all things first. Then we learn and gain understanding, and this is purity arising bit by bit. This is the highest goal in our practice. And going deeper into the teachings, like kanti, patient endurance, which is not an easy thing. We can endure and have a normal level of kanti, but we may not be able to endure someone who criticizes us, uses harsh words or blames us. We get into arguments and aren't able to concede. There may be ego and conceit arising. It goes like this. But we have to start training in kanti, impatient endurance, with all the moods, emotions and objects that enter the mind. Because we have been born into this world already and meet with gain, loss, status, loss of status, praise, pleasure, blame and pain. So we need to train our minds and hearts in this. So in conclusion, on the day of Maga Puja, which is the important day that we should come to train in building goodness, giving up the unwholesome, doing merit and purifying the mind. Bāpō is not having hate and animosity, not associating with fools, not doing things with an unwholesome mind, not being involved in conduct which leads to one's decline. And kusala has many aspects, from being a child who must be responsible and diligent in studying, and getting older, then having diligence in work, being responsible in various duties and having metta, loving-kindness to other people regularly. But in regards to the higher purification of the mind, this is someone who sees the drawbacks of all the troubles and agitation in the mind and sees the benefit in Dhamma practice. They see the benefit of time and not letting it pass without any benefit. They undertake sila, morality, practice bhavana, meditation, and grow in understanding. So then, when it comes to the appropriate time, which may be getting to the latter part of our lives, maybe 60 years and older, then we should start being diligent in training the mind more. Or for those who are still young, but have seen the drawbacks and dangers in Vata Sangsara, the cycle of birth and death, then you train and practice Dhamma. You train the mind to be better. Train your bodily actions, speech and mind to be good. 
This is equal to Patipada Puja, giving your Dhamma practice in homage on this important day in the Buddha Sasana. May you all learn and understand in the real teachings of the Buddha that the Buddha gave on Maga Puja and take it to practice with. Then it will make the mind grow and prosper, cultivating and progressing and being able to attain and see the Dhamma. May you all have happiness. May you grow in blessings.